Cornucopia Radio presents It's a city on the move It's a town with the nicest of people It's a village with love in its heart And it's a hamlet without a hope in hell Ladies and gentlemen Welcome to Budley Come in, Sister Mary Ferguson. Sister Mary Shearer, I have an urgent letter. The window is open. Lord have mercy, Sister O' Mercy. Sister Mary Savage isn't drunken, dancing, naked in full view of the congregation again, is she? No, I mean the transfer window. It's open. Bishop Dan Walker has sent an urgent message from Rome. This means we can finally get our five-a-side team, the Budley Virgins, all the way to the top of the Nundas League. Lord of mercy, Sister of mercy. Are there any nuns you have your eye on? Indeed there are. The top one being Sister Mary Beckham. She may wear a different veil style every match, but despite this vanity, she's indeed one of the finest footballing nuns on the planet. With the last I heard, she was over in America playing for the LA Heavenlies. Can we afford her? She's 9,000 Hail Marys and 10,000 Our Fathers. I've checked, and with all the extra praying we've been doing since this gnome business, we have enough for her and maybe another player. What about Sister Mary Maradona? Some say God himself gives her a helping hand. Oh, have you seen her lately, Sister? She's not the nun she once was. The only hand that helps her now is the one that lifts the cookies from the jar into her mouth. She rolls along the pitch nowadays. What about Sister Mary Lineker? One of the finest ever strikers. And did you know, she's never been wholly booked. To be honest, she's not so fast anymore. Aye, true. Since she got into the crisps, she's more of a walker these days. I see. What about Sister Mary Barnes? What? And put up with her rapping? No way. There's always Sister Mary Keegan. Sweet baby Jesus Mary and Joseph, no. She's been excommunicated. Why? She came back from Lourdes with the most evil hairstyle ever seen. It was as if Satan himself had permed her. She tried to pass it off as a miracle from swimming in the Holy Lord's water, but they found the receipt confirming she'd visited that forbidden hair salon. Not thatch of the day. Oh, saints be praised! What about Sister Mary Seaman? We could do a big solid nun in goal. Best goalie in the Palm Sunday League. Oh, I'd steer clear of Seaman, sister. Always leads to trouble. I've heard she's been mixing with them ice skating nuns, Sister Mary Torval and Sister Mary Dean. She's going down a slippery slope. What we need is a fresh-faced, energised young nun at the top of her game. One who'll lead us into battle like Joan of Arc. One who is familiar with the one-to-one Holy Cross formation. Oh, there's Sister Mary Ronaldo. Finest footballing nun on the planet. The Portuguese petal. Light brown skin. Gorgeous eyes. Pearly white teeth. Sister Ferguson, control yourself. Aye, but even if we did want her, she's 18,000 Hail Marys and 20,000 Our Fathers. We've not got enough for her and Sister Mary Beckham. Unless we sell a couple of our players. Aye, but who? Sister Mary Rooney would still get a decent price. No, she might look a bit rough and be difficult to understand when she speaks, but she's too good a player to lose. What about Sister Mary Gascoigne? Good Lord, no. She's been here 50 years. She can't cope with change. 
She cried for three weeks when we suggested moving the Holy Communion wine. If we tried to sell her, oh, I fear she wouldn't cope. There is, sister. She who should not be named. No. Oh, here, let's check on the computer. Well, even with all the bad press, we'd still get 8,000 Hail Marys and 12,000 Our Fathers. We could afford both players then. Yeah, it sounds like a done deal. Good. I think you, Sister Mary Shearer, should break the news to her after evening prayers and the chase. Oh, Lord, no. But do it gently, Sister. The last person to upset Sister Mary Suarez lost an ear. It's been an awful day. Stuck down there on Bally Bodley Moor, and we still haven't found Dick Turnip's treasure. Oh, I feel one of my Bally migraines coming on. We could watch some television, Barbara. There's a programme on at nine about children working in a Primark sweatshop in Calcutta. Oh no, dear. I don't even think that that could lift my spirits tonight. That evening meal was disappointing too. Yes, I'll be on to Bally Waitrose in the morning. It's all like them advertising home delivery of their banquet for two, taking your five pounds delivery fee. But it feels like a slap in the face when the bally delivery chap tries to get out of cooking and serving it. You got him to do it though, Barbara. He was most obliging in the end. Well, yes, but what is this world coming to when you have to get the shotgun out to receive decent delivery service? It's Wilson we should be angry with. Oh, send her on a bally errand and she's still not back three weeks later. It's disgusting. And she has the nerve to ring asking us for shampoo, clean knickers... And a take-a-break magazine. Good Lord, Wilson, you look terrible. I'll get the servant to help. Wilson, get yourself some water and a chair. Yes, Mrs Newton Spies. So, the bad penny returns. All you had to do was pop over to Thailand and collect the gift that our son Sebastian's friend wanted to send to him. It was a teddy bear. Oh, how lovely. A bear. So why have you been away from your post for three weeks? Where the hell have you bally been? Oh, I've been there all right. I think she's gone mad, Sean. Did you get the bear? I met young Sebastian's friend Tarquin at the airport. And he gave me that teddy bear. So if you have it, why did it take you so long to get home? It were the customs. They took me into a room... Asked me to empty contents of my bags on the table. They were fine with me overnight and my handbag. But things got messy when it got to me, colostomy. I can imagine. Then they started shouting at me in their language. I didn't have a clue what they were saying, so I shouted back and they took the teddy from me. They snatched Sebastian's bally bear. <laughs> That's outrageous. Don't cry, Barbara. I'll be on to the Thai ambassador first thing in the morning. No. You don't understand. It was full of heroin. Worth two million. They said I were a drug mule. Good Lord. Then what happened? They put me in most notorious prison in Thailand. The women there were awful. I felt like I was in a bad episode of Tenko mixed in with Big Brother. Celebrity or normal? <sighs> normal. Oh, how ghastly. I phoned you. Begged you for help. But you're having none of it. Now look here, Wilson. You were going for three days. We gave you enough money to buy three bottles of water and three pot noodles. 
We paid your airfare and booked you into a youth hostel for one night. I think you've taken us for as much as you're going to get. Luckily for me, I shared a cell with a top noodle, Chopstick Chiwa. She were a big fan at last at Summer Way. They only get UK gold in death penalty cells. She mistook me for Thora Heard, so I went along with it. Deception? Oh, that's terrible. Chopstick Chiwa used her chopsticks to open the gates to the laundry. They packed me into soiled bedding, which were being transported to a laundry near the airport. So you escaped from prison? I were due to be shot. I escaped with one day to spare. Airport security were looking for me mind, so I had to silently slide on the departure lounge floor. It's very difficult with the zimmer and three false hips. So how did you manage to get onto the aeroplane? Since I had my hips replaced after that terrible gym accident, I've been able to fold my ankles behind my head. I'm so bendy, they asked me to join Cirque du Soleil. I squeezed myself into Anne Luggy's compartment and now here I am. Oh, that's diabolical. You break the law, escape prison and give the authorities the bally slip. You know we hate bally criminals who go unpunished. We should turn you in. Yes, you're a wanted woman, Wilson. We should mail you back to the King of Thailand. Please, no, no, they'll kill me. I'll tell you what we will do. We will hide you on the condition that you work for free and hand over your weekly pension. Sounds right to me. By our silence and all that. And one thing you need to do before you do anything else. What is that, Mrs. Newton Smythe? Get straight to the Bally Toy Shop and buy Sebastian a new teddy bear. I don't see why he should suffer for your incompetence. I have this little grandma, Norma. She's old and smells of broccoli and pee-pee. Sometimes, when my parents are off binge drinking or patching up their excuse of a marriage, they make me stay with the old prune. To pass the time, I try to finish her off. Selling unwanted items. Grandma, what are you doing? I'm selling these old books, clothes and handbags on eBay. Do people actually pay money for this crap? Yes, my puppet. One man's rubbish is another man's treasure. Oh, I've just had a bid on my cashmere sweater. £7.50. Whoa, that'll go towards my gas bill. Can't I have the money for a new PS4 game? Oh, I would if I could, dear, but my pension doesn't go very far these days. Can I have a drink, Grandma? Yes, Poppet. I'll get you one now. And you say... On this eBay, they sell any old useless tat. Yes, dear. So, while Grandma makes me some milk and cookies, I quickly type a description of an item that I didn't want anymore. I put it onto eBay. Old woman, for sale, three previous owners. She's wrinkly, smelly and soiled and comes with three pairs of glasses and two sets of false teeth. Starting bid, 50p. You can buy her now for 50 quid. She spends a lot of time on the sofa or in bed and says that she enjoys all types of games. You must collect her because she's too big to post. Here's your milk and cookies, Bumpkin. How am I doing on the eBay? Oh, very well. 50 quid already. Oh, wow. 
Can we play trampolining, Grandma? Oh, well, dear, the doctor said it's not good for my back. Maybe this time you can just jump on my bed instead. Yippee! Three hours later, two big men arrived. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I think there's been a mistake. I, I'm not for sale. You come to Ukraine with me and my brother. You have good life. You belong to all men in family. I, I'm sorry, but I'm not for sale. Actually, Grandma, it shows on the computer that all sales are legally binding. I've packed a suitcase. Off you go. You come now. Can I have my 50 quid? Here you go. Put me down, Molly! Molly, call the police! Oh, help! Help! And oh. uh, Mr. Bogodov? Yes. The sale of Internet Second Hand and Unwanted Goods Act 2010 clearly states that once sold, no items can be refunded or returned. So don't try bringing the old witch back when she starts snoring and farting in bed. Okay, I understand, little businessman. So, as the men took Grandma away, I went back to the computer and ordered myself a brand new PS4 shooting game and had cookies and a glass of her sherry to celebrate. I like eBay. I must say that this is one of the strangest places I've ever had to deliver a service. It's what Beryl wants. She's telling me you need to follow the instructions on the chart to the most finite detail, or she will haunt you forever while you're preaching, cooking, even surfing the internet, looking at those girls from Geordie Shore. She sees everything. Right, um, yes. Thank you all for joining us. Beryl Jolly was, as her name suggests, a happy, friendly woman who... Stop! She's telling me you should be using words like bitter, spiteful and vengeful to describe her. Right. Uh, the unhappy Beryl was married to Ernie for 17 wonderful... Miserable! 17 miserable years and... Although they were not blessed with children... Cursed with children, she hated the things. Ernie and Beryl were not cursed with children, but they made up for that with amazing friends, many of whom are seated here today. Friends? She said this load of hangers-on weren't friends. She hated every single one of them. She's got a message for some of you. Julie. Yes, Beryl, I'm here. Julie? Beryl said she never liked you. She used to hide in the shops when she saw you coming, just so that she wouldn't have to listen to you blurting on for hours about nothing. Seeing you here is making her pleased she's dead. Oh, I say. Well, uh, we need to move. Aunt Cyril, she says you're only here for the free buffet. She says to tell you that there's no food here unless you buy it yourself, so you can clear off, you tight-fisted old get. Rotten old witch. I'm glad she's dead. She says she'll visit you tonight. Don't turn off your bedside light. Please, I need to continue. Beryl, shh, just let the vicar finish. Yes, I will tell you to be quiet. Shh. For over 30 years, Beryl worked here, 
at the Bonkers Barn indoor kiddies play area as a cleaner. And she says she despised every second cleaning up after snotty, sweaty children pumped full of fizzy pop and sugar, throwing up everywhere, vile. Let's um, now take a moment to reflect on Beryl's life. I'm not sure about this bit. It's what she wants. Can we at least ask the children to leave the ball pool before we tip the ashes? She said no. She's finally happy now. Goodbye, Beryl. some losses along the way. R.I.P. Marion Mother, we know all that. We've lived through it. Now, will you get off the walkie-talkie? This line is for emergencies only. And stop saying Mary and Tom are dead. R.I.P. Resting in Prostatin. On their honeymoon. <laughs> True love in a time of destruction is most special. I wish you'd have asked Mary to marry you, Kevin. She was pretty desperate, you know. We need to stick to the code names, remember? You're Sitting Duck, I'm Slingshot, and Sarge is Joystick, okay? Uh, oh, oh, yes, yes. Sitting Duck, Slingshot, and Joystick. We don't want the authorities working out who we are, do we, Kevin? Joystick? Yes, Dipstick. Now, can you just go over the plan again? I've forgotten what is happening. For the hundredth time, you will sit outside the bus station on Budley High Street. You are the sitting duck drawing out the gnome army. Slingshot and myself are dressed as gnomes outside the garden centre, which we believe is their headquarters. So, as you draw the gnomes out, we will join their march towards you, destroying them with their golf clubs and catapults. It's a foolproof plan. Now, sitting duck, you stay in position and only communicate if you see anything suspicious. Okay, Crabstick. Squatting Swan is in position. Over and out. Now we wait. Sarge, policewoman, approaching. Keep perfectly still. Leave this to me. WPC Marshal outside Budley Garden Centre. Two suspicious-looking gnomes here requesting immediate backup. You need to move straight on. These aren't the gnomes you're looking for. Cancel backup. I'm moving on. These aren't the gnomes we're looking for. That was brilliant. I know. This is Popping Peacock calling out to lipstick and slingbacks. I wish to report a suspicious event. Over. Go on, sitting duck. Over. Well, you know Katie. Jack and Katie. Kate from number 47. I've just seen her with that young man from the fish and chip shop. He slipped her a battered sausage when the boss's head was turned. She didn't pay either. Sitting duck, I told you. We want to know any suspicious events, not gossip. Over. Can you hear that? Footsteps. Crouch down. 
What do we do? Stay perfectly quiet and don't move. They'll not find us. They'll have picked up my mother's perfume. What is she wearing to attract them? She's gone for Madonna's menopausal mist tonight. Good choice. They're hiding somewhere. This is Clucking Cuckoo calling Prince Nicoba. Emergency! I forgot to record call the midwife. Can you do it on your mobile phone? I don't want to miss it. It's got what's her name from Miranda in it. Not now, Mother. Intruders! Attack! Sarge, they've spotted us. They're hunting us down. Get your golf club. Raise it. Hold. Hold. Don't swing until I give the word. They've almost reached us. Swing! There are too many of them, Sarge. What do we do? Retreat to the wheelie bin, Daniel. There's one on my foot. He's a biter. I'll take him out with my catapult. Head, clean off. You hurt, Sarge. I, I can't walk, Daniel. You go on, save yourself. We leave no man behind, remember? I'll drag you. You climb up the wheelie bin first, good lad. Give me a hand, I'll pull you up. Thanks, quick, let's sitting duck know to abort the mission. This is slingshot to sitting duck, abandon mission. I repeat, abandon mission. You need to return to base immediately. Okay, lad, the number 10 bus is about to leave. I'll just pop on it. I'll get home in time for call the midwife now. <laughs> Over. At least one of us is going to make it out alive. We're surrounded. And they're working together to topple the bin. It's been a pleasure training you, Daniel. Get your golf club ready. We're going to go down fighting. Hang on. What's that over there? A vehicle. It's coming towards us. Is it a milk float? No. It's a mobility scooter. It's Mrs. Wilson. She's coming straight towards us. Come with me if you want to live. This has been Welcome to Budley, written and directed by Mal Carrot. It starred, in alphabetical order, Judith Alexander, Peter Beeston, Leslie Bruce, Dylan Carrot, Mal Carrot, Stephanie Lee, Ryan Odes, Renate Reynolds, Omri Rose, Wayne Russell and Naomi Tomlinson. It was produced and edited for Cornucopia Radio by Peter Beeston. This work is released under a Creative Commons agreement. For more information, visit us online at cornucopia-radio.co.uk.